you are listening to Pursue Media Minutes. Here is the bottom line and above, from Pursue Media Weekly Newsletter, published on January 25, 2023. Iran may be at an inflection point, but will it matter? The protests over the killing of Mahsa Amini may have spent their energy and momentum during the past four months assailing the Islamic Republic like storm waves breaking on a rocky coast. The storm subsides, and the rocky coast remains, but it is not unchanged. Sand is washed away, revealing previously obscured features, or materials churned up from the seafloor are left on the beach, exposed to view. The protests, like the storm, have subsided, but in their aftermath, as our featured article this week reports, some Iranians are pointing out how the radicalism of hardline elements have antagonized much of the world, isolated Iran, and forced average Iranians to bear the consequences. One writer observes that the hardliners themselves pay little price for their actions because they enjoy the fruits of a rentier economy. Even a crusty old conservative like Abbas Salimi Namin has complained that the hardliners wield disproportionate influence, which has created multiple problems for the Nizam. Establishment conservatives, moderates, by the skewed standards of hardliner-dominated Iran, have emerged from the storm of the demonstrations with a higher profile, after keeping their heads down for more than a year. Former Majlis Speaker Ali Larijani, who has publicly counseled against a rigid approach to enforcing hijab and argued that domestic and foreign policies in Iran should be focused on economic development, is exhibit A of this phenomenon. He sounds not unlike a man planning to run for office. He is not alone. Supreme National Security Council Secretary Ali Shamhani has reached out to reformists, Majlis Speaker Mohammad Bagir Ghalibaf has called for reforms, and even Vice President Mohsen Rezaei, a former IRGC commander, has via his newspaper Tab Nak criticized police brutality and called for dialogue. As reported a week ago in the Pursue Media Daily Summary, hardliners are taking seriously the rising profile of such moderates, they have attacked Shamhani, and the sudden execution of former Deputy Defense Minister Ali Reza Akbari is widely interpreted as a shot by the hardliners across Shamhani's bow, and a warning to others, like Larajani, who had ties to him. Our featured article points out that it would not be unprecedented for the Nizam to recalibrate its position and entrust more power to the moderates, after eight years of turmoil, including huge protests in 2009, under right-wing populist President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, the regime countenanced the election of Hassan Rouhani as president. Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei jettisoned this practice of balancing among the factions when he and his lieutenants engineered the formation of homogenized government in 2021. If sentiment in the ruling establishment and in Gome is shifting against the hardliners, however, Khamenei may not want to cling to a discredited government that has lost what little trust the public had in it. The return to power of such figures as Larijani would hardly herald the dawn of a golden age of Iranian liberalism, but it might cause pragmatic calculations of the national interest to have priority in national policy over concerns for ideological purity. It is a fair bet that a government led by figures such as Larijani and Shamhani would more vigorously pursue a revival of the JCPOA to gain sanctions relief and jumpstart Iran's economy. But there are limits to what they could do. Khamenei will still be preoccupied with securing his legacy and what he calls the second phase of the revolution. The IRGC might well be open to some loosening of domestic social restrictions such as enforced hijab, after all Larijani, Shamhani, 
Galibov, and Rezaei all have solid IRGC credentials, but it seems doubtful that they would let go of the alliance with Moscow, not with Russia prepared to supply them with Su-35s, or abandon their commitment to the Islamic Republic's strategic depth. Its informal empire of IRGC-trained militias in Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, and Yemen. As far as the IRGC is concerned, such policies are successes, despite the growing chorus criticizing and questioning the Russian alliance. So, the Nizam may be at an inflection point, and the political pendulum in Iran ready to swing closer to the center. But will it be too late? Even if, under pressure from the moderates, the administration of President Ibrahim Raisi drops its more unreasonable demands and tries to reach a deal on the JCPOA, it may be trying to board a train that has left the station. Relations with the EU and Britain are worsening by the day. The US is still officially open to a diplomatic solution, but its focus is elsewhere, on Iran's support for Russian aggression in Ukraine, and on its suppression of its own people. Meanwhile, CENTCOM announced this week that it was holding the largest ever joint U.S.-Israel military exercise, which would include practicing long-range air operations and suppression of enemy air defenses. The late bluesman B.B. King famously counseled, never make your move too soon. Tehran, it seems, is in danger of making the opposite mistake. Pursue Media provides media research, open-source intelligence, AI-driven analytics, and strategic communications consultancy. For more information or to subscribe to Pursue Media Weekly Newsletter, please get in touch with us.